0: This is Midweek Motion, a creative outlet of Grace Avenue Church, designed to help lead, feed, and guide you in things that honor God and build His purpose in you. Here we'll deep dive into curated content, interviews, principles, and conversations that nurture and fan the flames of the diverse gifts, talents, dreams, and aspirations that you hold near and dear. C.S. Lewis once said, the task of the modern educator is not to cut down jungles, but to irrigate deserts. Perhaps today's episode will flood your heart and mind like a fresh stream that flows with motivation, inspiration, and education. This is Midweek Motion. All right, here we go. Chris Martinez, welcome to the Midweek Motion podcast. You've finally really arrived in life.
1: Made it on. It took uh, the last couple of attitudes to make it on, but I'm excited.
0: Yes. You've defied all of these attitudes at some point in (laughs) church life, so we've finally converted you to truth. Not wrong. Good to have you. Um, For those who don't know Chris, Chris Martinez has been part of Grace Avenue since 2010. Uh, Met his wife here as a child, part of our leadership team, and um, just such a great guy. So you're a good man. Thank you. Appreciate you. Uh, We're jumping into 12 attitudes that define Grace Avenue. We're on number nine and 10, I believe. That's right. Uh, We're talking today about these, uh, these almost out of the last four, these last two before the last two I'll do with with Janelle. So, you know, you're rounding it out here.
1: That's it. I'm excited to jump into these. And uh, before we jump into this, I've seen um, the rest of the team kind of ask you a fun icebreaker question to get to know you a little bit and uh just kind of see what happens so mine of course is going to be food related and so i know you love to eat different restaurants and when you're out in different cities and traveling or here in in san antonio so if you were to build your own three course meal from any place you could pick from (laughs) right where where would you pull in in terms of appetizer entree and dessert like if you had to pick that's tough i know it's a tough one
0: like specific restaurants yeah
1: like a dish or a specific dish if you want to name the restaurant you can give them a shout out and we can tag them no (laughs) no no
0: no. they'll have to give me some free stuff first before (laughs) um let's just say if i let's just let's just strip it back to three meals if i get three meals every week for the rest of my life at least for the next five years thai Greek and Mexican. I'd be a happy camper if they said this is your this is all you're having for the next five years, I'd be like, God is good. That's it. Yeah. Thai, Thai, Greek, and Mexican. Thai Greek and Mexican. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe all on the same plate. Like, no. But definitely (laughs) big plate. Definitely in the week.
1: Yeah. So it's awesome. Yeah. Well, that's a fun question to get started with. So if you're looking to buy a gift card for Pastor <laughs> Daniel, you know now what yeah. to buy him. But
0: restaurant uh, needs to have four stars minimum, okay? <laughs> cleanliness. That's Good right.
1: Uh, well, let's jump into the attitude here. I'm excited yeah. to break it down with you. Uh, diversity is divine. Attitude number nine.
0: Diversity is divine. That's right. All right. Let's do this. Um, that comes from... Uh, This chapter in Revelation, uh, I'm sorry, this this verse in Revelation where it it talks about uh, standing before the throne of the Lamb, like eternity, Uh, these shouts of salvation to our God, uh, salvation to the Lamb, um, this holy declaration of who Jesus is, right, and it says that, Every race, every nation, tribe, every tongue, every language is being spoken. They're standing there and they're declaring this in unison, in unity. So it's this, it's this picture of unity. It's this picture of eternity. Wow. And uh, it's a its a beautiful, I think, prophetic visual of who God is bringing into his kingdom. Sure. What eternity actually is. Um, it's not just me and my bros and just me and my kids and yeah. me and my favorite people that I love. the. No Jesus, it's nations, tribes, tongues, languages, spoken, all standing before God. And actually in this vision, he says, you know, I saw a huge crowd, too huge to count. And I I think that speaks of diversity. I know that word these days is often politicized, (laughs) sometimes weaponized. Right. Um, And when you say diversity, people often think, oh, you know, HR is calling us into work and we're doing a diversity course and that usually just has to do with race. and um, it's usually when companies try to save face right. for something that happened. That's not what I'm talking about. Um, d- diversity is an aspect of the kingdom of God. Jesus says, uh, for you know, he came for the world. And we, we understand just from the perspective of the gospel that for God so loved the world. Right. Not just God so loved my neighborhood or people who are like me or people who think like me. So it's birthed from that biblical understanding, but also from the uh, just personal, you know, understanding of how important everybody's story is and where people are coming into the kingdom and understanding Jesus. And, you know, the Holy Spirit doesn't just fill white people or black people right. or least Indian people and Japanese people and Swedish people and people from all over the world. Yep. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of where it. Wow. its birth and its foundation is
1: That's beautiful. I love that picture in revelation and and gives us a vision for what we what it should look like in today's world. The what right. the kingdom should look like in today's world. Yeah. And, we, and we want that in our right.
0: church. We want our church to look like heaven. Yeah. We want our church to not just be representative of um middle class people or or wealthy people right. or people who are not so aloof. You know, we we hope for a great blend of anything and everything that God has created to come into the house and know Jesus right? And grow together, you know, different education, back backgrounds, different careers, um, socioeconomic backgrounds, whatever people are going through. Like you, you hope it's more, I hope it's more metropolitan than it is just right. one, whatever. It's a
1: melting pot. Yeah. Right. So how, how did this start? Uh, with you and and your walk with God and your life? How did this become uh, a value for you? How did this become an attitude within your own heart? Because um, as a senior pastor, that that overflows into the church. But I know that you've had experience with this Mm -hmm. in your life. So how did this value of of diversity being divine become important to you? When did that happen?
0: Well, I think part of my weird upbringing was, you know, moving a lot. Um, And and when you say a lot, it wasn't every year, but every three to to five years, that's a lot of shifts by the time you're, even by the time you're 21, you know, 21, I'd moved continents and I moved over by myself to, you know, the other side of the world and went to school. And, but even before that moving cities, and then we were always, like, I lived in one area, but we went to church outside of town, 35 miles away, There's, there's a long highway drive You know, listening to music, understanding different parts of town, you're looking, oh wow that's a broken down house, oh that's a really rich house oh wow, these people own land oh all these houses are packed together so you're just constantly, I guess it was you know when you're in the back seat of a suburban as a kid and you're listening to music and just watching the (laughs) atmosphere and the life go by you're seeing all the differences Um, and then moving different places and going to a church in one part of town, living somewhere else in a completely different part of the city five miles out and then going to Thirty miles away from there, going to school throughout the week. So just kind of growing up like that, right. um, always having, especially in church life, you know, black, white, Hispanic people as part of my life. Uh, learning different what what people found funny, what people didn't find funny, what people were passionate <laughs> about, what made people mad. Right. You know, those were educational. You know, stepping stones to just growth as a well. I think a well-rounded individual who can try and meet people where they're at or at exactly. least the very least learn to listen to people and where they might be coming from. Um, that helped me a lot. So it That's started big. with just natural, um, shifting and transitions right. all over the place. Just
1: so your upbringing just, just kind upbringing, of brought it yeah. to you. Uh, you didn't have to look for it. You were, you, it was brought to you, to your face it in, the in your all life time, Yeah, and
0: I didn't have much of a choice, but to learn how to adapt wow. different schools to and things like that. So, uh, it was, I appreciate it now. I really do. I'm, I'm really yeah. glad that I, I, I grew up like that.
1: Right. Yeah. That makes a big difference. Mm-hmm. How have you seen that overflowed into Grace Avenue the last 10 years, 12 years as a church? Um, this is something that you look around on Sunday and you can just see it. People of different ages. Yeah. Yeah people married 50 years, people married two years, one year, people with kids, people without kids, different races.
0: Right. Well, I think you could, you can notice it by just look at the crowd, look at the age differences, look at this guy's wearing cowboy boots. He's got air force ones, (laughs) right. You know, uh, he's got flip flops on, you know, there's just a different vibe amongst the community. I love that, you know, and people feel comfortable being themselves within the, the diverse, right atmosphere that's been created um i don't think you can get anything better than that you know you can't um that's not something i think you can buy that's something that you you know or or force that's good it's something that just happens because people naturally feel comfortable like can i be myself here and i want that i really do
1: that's good, because you see a lot of um, just organizations throughout the world that try to build that intentionally. They said they hire strategically to to be diverse or they'll bring in different people. Uh, what I love about Grace Avenue is it's happened organically. It's happened naturally. It is.
0: And that could be a whole other podcast, right. uh, which I don't think that that's a healthy viewpoint for the church right. uh, to be. Uh, this could get this could get interesting right now. Right. Um, but. You know, I don't. I don't hire someone because they're a specific race, gender, right. or whatever. Just because I want somebody to look on our website and say, "Oh, okay, okay, uh, I could go there." Um, sure, our social media may have intentionality behind it, looking sure. you know the whole community. But you should in God's church, like we're hiring for someone's gift right. and the need of the church, right? If I take someone who does something and they're a certain color or a certain background or whatever but that's not really a deep need in right. the church. The deep need over here is with a limited budget, with limited time, yeah. what are we doing here? Right. We're not pandering to people. We're not trying to please people. We're trying to culturally contextualize the message of the gospel right. within this particular neighborhood, community, city, this present time, and you know, grow people, right. you know, see them disciple. So who's the best person for the community? What do the sheep need? not what does was what does the world think about what we should be doing Not does what any other christian think what do these sheep need it's good they got to be taken care of who's the best person for the job right who's the most qualified not according to what anybody thinks is important but according to the holy spirit according to the word of god uh, according to the needs of the actual right church community so that is a big thing i think it's really important that that is seen you know yeah. if if you look in the scriptures what did paul say you know find some people who are full of the wisdom and the holy yeah. spirit yeah he didn't say well hang on is it a woman is it a man <laughs> uh, is are they black white is they weren't black white or hispanic right <laughs> <They were laughs> this million. wasn't america right, right right so like this is part of the challenge of when we're constantly hearing things about a a word right like diversity and we're trying to implement that into bible times how that applies today exactly how that flows out of us naturally. There's nothing worse than something flowing out of something that sounds so unnatural, like it's, it's like, it's, uh, like a corporate demand, right? right? You don't want that. So
1: no, I think, I think you're absolutely, you're absolutely right on that. So, uh, how do we, within this attitude or within this understanding that diversity is divine? how do we, uh, see current events within the world, things happening around the world, whether it's here in America, across the seas, uh, in a different part of the country, a different part of the world. How do we see those things and not be consumed? What, how do we understand the lens of diversity is defined, watch the news that we're given and, and it's in our, in our world. But I guess how does that affect our worldview? How does that affect everything that we integrate with?
0: Well, it, it should affect our worldview, yeah. you know, from the get-go. I think that Jesus, you know, came for all the world, not just for all of my city or all of my town or all of my country or yeah. all of my friends or uh, all of who I think should be in heaven. It's he came for who he came for. Right. And he he chose and chooses who he chooses. He saves who he saves. And so, uh, you know, his word says that he it's his heart that his desire that all would be saved. So we have to, you know, look at the mentality of of the gospel its its roots are a world view um and so i believe we have to know well the condition of the world the state of the world um current events in the sense of not that i'm necessarily glued to you know you know mass media and you know news networks but certainly aware of What's going on with people? Right. You know how the tides are turning? what are the conversations economically? What are the conversations politically, uh, specifically towards people that are affecting people right. at the most basic levels, like we should know that as the church. Um, because if we don't, then our our you know our reach is limited. Um, it, it, it's like when someone starts speaking a language, a foreign language, and you have no clue what they're right. saying. You know, and, and you're not in. You like one word, you understand. You're like, oh, okay. Can you slow down a second? And you try to catch up, right? But you're you're not informed, and you're not educated in it. You just get lost. Um, that's how it is a lot of times with with Christians without being intentional um, and knowing what's going on. Yeah, people get lost, and they don't know how to apply the gospel and the good news into the situation. Wow. Or what someone's walking through. So you know, I got baptized and. 21 of the, when I was 21 in in you know 70 different countries represented in this Bible college that I was a part of and so there was no escaping diversity I mean <laughs> you literally had people from London Papua New Guinea you know Indonesia um, I could go on and on you know just everywhere South Africa I mean you name it there were people from everywhere wow. and you know here I am as a as a young man learning from people listening to what they're going through listening to this person's got war going on in their country this person's comes from impoverished conditions this person comes from a very metropolitan area in 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 london or just learning that just being aware of that i think is so important you know and and also you know you've got the the internet now where you know the (laughs) we're speaking more about the world than we are just about our own little communities or towns right. or or cities. So, um, it's just, it's the, our number has been dialed as right. church. we need to know what's going on in the world. We really do That's have good. a broad understanding.
1: That's good. It plays a big part into how we reach the world and how we, we share the gospel and how we uh, communicate the love and the good news of Jesus to yeah. people and being able to relate to them right? The way that you communicate the gospel, you know what, if you have it memorized and you can say it word by word every time exactly the same, mm-hmm. you might hit, you might have a pretty good batting average, but yeah. there's going to be people that don't understand the word you say. There's going to be words that you say that go over their head. There's going to be things that don't relate. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you have the understanding of diversity is divine and you're able to connect with them on a different level, um, right. the, the, it reaches them, right? That's mm-hmm. the point.
0: You know, and I've always tried to do that in my communication. Yeah. I think that you know you know for better or worse I've always tried to come uh, whoever I am now is what you see in the pulpit it's what you see at home it's what you see sitting across from you and in that approach you know it's it's not always common with people there's you know there's right. a, there's a, a different it's almost like a different persona when they get on a stage exactly on a mic. and I just I never understood that because I worked around people who spoke a, a very clear particular, Basic form of communication. You know? right. We all do, like the way we do at work. You know, do you need to go to the bathroom? I need to go to the bathroom. Do you want to get some lunch? Do you know? So, so then to, to shift into a persona, right? Um, that that almost just like it's almost like an ascent into this place, and here are the people down here, right? I just never understood that, you know. So I tried very much to just be very intentional about reaching people where they're at. Um, Wherever they're at, right, and try to use all my experiences and understanding to try and meet people in that place, right.
1: That's good. Well, I know that this, um, this, this was built in you over years and, and decades. This understanding and this exposure to different cultures and, and diversity in different countries. But I'm curious if, if you could share a few stories on just some tables that you've been invited to mm-hmm. um, that kind of opened your eyes a little bit to. Um, a different understanding of this attitude, diversity being divine, uh, mm-hmm. or people you've invited into your, into your table, you know, conversations, phone mm-hmm. calls, you know, not necessarily eating all the time, but um, people you've been around that have helped yeah. widen your perspective and deepen your well deepen your heart, your compassion for this thing well, that Jesus calls
0: us to. Well, there are diverse gifts outlined in, in the New Testament, yeah. and I've always intentionally tried to structure um not only speakers in the pulpit, but also mm-hmm. leaders, in particular areas of ministry that carry yeah. that a, a, a very specific gift. Um, so, you know, churches built on apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, teachers we see in Ephesians 4. I've, I've always tried to keep those voices within yearly within the community, right. not just this person is just a great teacher and that's all we're getting right and this is this person's very prophetic so we're just going to keep that and this person's very evangelistic right we're just going to keep that like broaden it the bible says that he gave these gifts to the church for the building up so good of the church so if i'm only bringing in one type of voice i'm only getting one type of gift right i'm only reaching one type of person and only articulating one particular viewpoint right right and so the same with the other gifts, you know. People who have, you know, all these various gifts that are very clear, uh, faith, you know, generosity, uh, all these different things, hospitality. You know, th- these are important for the building up of the body. Right. And if you want, I think, in a, uh, a healthy church, you know, that's that's broad in its reach and its understanding. Yeah. Um, the emphasis can't just be put on one particular gift, starting with the pulpit. It can't just be one particular style of preaching. Um, At least that's how I want Grace Avenue to be. I can't speak for anybody else. I know this is a very clear conviction. When we started Grace Avenue, very clear from Ephesians 4 what what we were called to do. Uh, So we've tried to lift that out. I know not everybody may have that conviction or feels equipped to do that. But however we're declaring the gospel from our pulpits, from our stages, from our platforms, um, my hope is that we'd have that book of that in the book of revelation, that verse, that scripture talks about, Hey, there's going to be a lot of people here. Right. I don't want to just reach one type if God has equipped me and called me to reach more. Right. So
1: that's been good. I've loved it. And recently over the last year, year or so you've, we've seen the Holy Spirit just move in a whole new way, um, here at Grace Avenue in our services, um, throughout the year so far. And I think it's been beautiful to see different gifts at work uh, yeah. at different moments mm-hmm. and different people being free, different, different things being unlocked. And, um, that's, that's amazing. And that only happens when the diversity is there, when yeah. different speakers are coming in, different pastors coming in or we're creating that, the opportunity for different moments to mm-hmm. take place, different opportunities for people to step into their gifting and see that. Yeah.
0: So, or even some of our own team who mm-hmm. are, who have different strengths and different gifts. And, you know, we, we love that. We want to be intentional about that. And, uh, you know, not just leave it to chance. Yeah. So yeah, that's been our passion. So I think we're out of time on this one. Yeah. Uh, I I think we're good. That went fast.
1: That went fast. All right. I guess we're
0: we're done. (laughs) Well, (laughs) Well, thanks everybody. I hope this gave you some uh, insight and uh, understanding as to the heart of why we do what we do. Mr. Chris Martinez, thanks so much for being with us. Thank you for having me. Love you, man. That's it for today. Until next time, remember that the God we serve is greater than any of our failures. He's more invested in us than any human on the planet. You're a gift to this earth, to this generation, and maybe even the next. So don't shortchange yourself. Keep growing and live your life to honor Jesus and his purpose in you. Join us soon for another episode of Midweek Motion.